Hi, I'm Amy Honorado, and you're listening to another DMN 101 podcast. I'm here today with Michael Provenzano, the CEO and co-founder of VSTAR Media. It's a pleasure to have you here today. Yeah, thanks for letting me have you, Amy. And just for a little bit of background, Provenzano founded VSTAR in 2012 with the goal of bringing out-of-home advertising into the programmatic age and making it easier for out-of-home media owners to compete for ad dollars on digital channels like mobile. Michael also brought to market a hardware-agnostic cloud-based platform for creating and deploying IoT applications and operating connected signage networks. You're also a pretty successful entrepreneur selling your first company to Google when you were only 24. So it's a pleasure to have you on here today. And uh, let's get into chatting a little bit about out-of-home. Sounds good. Yeah, so when you think about uh, what out-of-home advertising traditionally is, you know, you have signage and billboards. When you're walking down the street, you know, we're in New York City right now. We, we see it all the time, Times Square. That's kind of that hallmark staple. But now, you know, with, with digital kind of really coming into play, the whole landscape is, is really changing. I guess from, from your experience, what is digital's role in, in out-of-home now, and, and what should marketers really be looking at? Yeah, from a marketer's perspective, uh, digital just allows them to do a bit more than what they were doing with static out-of-home. So it allows them to change creative, uh, target based on different kind of weather conditions, and basically have more control over their media buy than what they were doing with static. On the media owner side, on the supply side of the business, you know, digital really allows people to actually make more money. So if you're a large media owner of, uh, say, a digital billboard, you, where you can only show one ad, now you can show, let's say, eight ads. So it's very similar to if you owned a piece of real estate and you know you owned a home and you only had one family in the home. Well, if you turned it into an apartment complex and made it multi-tenant, you could make more money off of that piece of real estate. It's the same concept from static to digital out Absolutely. So you're really kind of expanding this one core piece of real estate to accommodate a multitude of different types of creatives. And is that, for a brand, that's great because you can kind of shuffle up everything that you're doing as far as what you're offering to consumers. But at the same time, does that introduce competition from other people who may want to advertise in the same space? Exactly. And that competition is... Um great for the supply side, right? Uh, the suppliers want competition on their real estate because it typically, in general economics terms, it would raise the price, the rate essentially of that real estate. So it's great to see that multiple pieces of demand, sources of demand are essentially trying to bid or access that uh, inventory. And our system, of course, allows them to do that and, um, and put their inventory up in an auction-based environment. Today, that um, in, in trade organizations like Geopath, for example, that does a great job of uh, aggregating all the impression data for our industry, uh, along with Nielsen as well for validating. You know, if you have a, one ad on a screen, how many impressions is that worth? So you have a lot of companies that um, show the value in eyeballs that are being reached. Um, where Vistar focuses is actually going a little bit further. So um, half of our business is focused on building systems for transacting media, so basically giving the buyer and seller a piece of software to transact with. The other part of our business is, and software is focused on processing location data. So we actually process mass amounts of GPS data and carrier data in order to better understand consumer movement patterns and really understand that consumers who are exposed to out-of-home, did they then go into the store, did they then purchase a product? And so that's the real takeaway for a lot of these marketers and the things that they're thinking about long-term and why digital becomes even more valuable for them. They can change that messaging and they can make decisions based on what data is telling them about consumer movement. Location data is really interesting. You know, it's something that at at DMN we cover quite frequently. And and I think 
you know, there's location data on a very kind of mobile standpoint. You know, marketers can see, hey, this person is X blocks away from our store. Maybe we should send them an email or serve them an ad sure. that way. And how does that type of thinking translate to the out of home? Because it's not. Yeah. It's more of a one-to-many type of thing right. instead of that personal, super personal, I guess, exactly. right on your phone experience. Yeah, so that one-to-one messaging is really great for mobile, and you've got that direct tie, and you usually have a device that you need to go off of. And out of home, what we focus on, um, both because it's a one-to-many medium, also because it's a much more privacy-safe way of looking at location data, um, but we look at the habitual nature of consumers. So, you know, we're less interested in, hey, you're standing on a Lowe's parking lot, therefore show you a Home Depot ad. I'm more interested to know that you're a consumer who goes to Lowe's twice a month on Sundays, usually between 1 and 5 p.m. You know, that's more interesting to understand the habitual nature of consumers. And most large brands are trying to break habits of consumers. With lots of location data, uh, when you look at it, you learn pretty quickly that most people are pretty boring and they do the same thing five days a week. So, you know, people are creatures of habit. So if you can understand those habits, you can actually um, intercept them throughout their day with out-of-home and mobile and have a valuable conversation as a brand. So I guess, you know, the end goal is always really that return on investment. When you think about what traditional out of home was, you know, you had the billboards and even, you know, print advertising, you couldn't really quantify how many people were looking at your ad or really accounting for all of those impressions. The data processes that we have today now really make that a lot easier. So when you're considering putting together a data framework, what should you really be looking for? Maybe KPIs or parameters that you should be setting to really get the best results. Yeah, for the brands that we work with, uh, we try to recommend them focusing on a lot of the KPIs they look for in the online sector. So digital is one of the fastest growing buckets of money in, in advertising, and uh, we know that, that it's more accountable than most other forms of media. So we try to tie ourselves to a lot of those standards. So typical KPIs for someone like a, re- a retail client would be uh, foot traffic or visitation, right? Um, but in the case of maybe CPG or automotive, we want to tie to uh, sales lift, so actually selling the sales of those products. And from our perspective, location data is really the holy grail in tying all that together. Because location data can tie back to households, which has transactional data sets, and location data, of course, can tie back to not only exposure to out-of-home, but also visitation into that store. Absolutely, and I guess you know this is kind of tying everything together. Probably my favorite question: What what are the things that you're the most excited about uh, for the future of the industry? I think for me, um, and why I've even got into it, is because it was so greenfield in terms of technological innovation. So I still think, and you know, this stars a company and a few other companies have done a lot of great work over the last few years. And I think there's just a lot more that needs to get done. You know, we're not where online is today. We're not as mature of a programmatic and data-driven ecosystem. And that just takes time. You know, it takes a lot of behavioral change on both the buy and the sell side. It takes revamping of systems on both sides. And so for me, it's just exciting that we get to keep drastically changing the business on a day-to-day basis. Uh, so we still have a few more years of that. Absolutely. And I want to thank you for taking the time to come and speak with me today. Yeah, and thank you. For everybody who's listening, this has been another DMN 101 podcast. We'll see you next week.